This week, Georgia's 6th Congressional District held a special election, and that meant nothing to me until I got this message from one of our political reporters. Hey man, we should coordinate tomorrow on the coverage of the Georgia special election. Pretty interesting down here. And that's when I realized I had no idea why this election was so important. So I did what any reasonable person would do. I didn't respond to that message and instead hopped online and fell into a sinkhole of news coverage. And boy, was I out of the loop. We do what's right for our country well, in Georgia. I, I we need to attract the more high-tech I'm Abu Zafar, and this is a special deep dive episode of Hot Mike. Before the news cycle swallows up this election and we all move on, I want to take a minute to try and make sense of Republican Karen Handel's victory, why this single House seat was so hotly contested, and what effects, if any at all, it had on the Republican and Democratic parties. So how did I go from being totally clueless to making an entire podcast episode dedicated to this election? To answer that, we have to go back to Monday morning as I'm falling down a rabbit hole of news articles, TV interviews, and election ads. One of the first things I learned about this election is just how crazy expensive it was. Georgia's 6th District special election is on track to be the most expensive House race in ever. In what has become the most expensive House race. what's become the most expensive race in House history. The two candidates, Democrat John Ossoff and Republican Karen Handel, spent a combined total of more than $50 million. And most of that was on advertising. Haven't we had enough of the politicians who talk a big game and never I'm John deliver? Ossoff, and I'll work with anyone to do what's right for our country. I'm Karen Handel, and I approve this. Ossoff and Handel were running to fill the vacant seat of Tom Price, who had been chosen to be President Donald Trump's Secretary of Health and Human Services. But why would Democrats and Republicans spend so much money on just a single seat in the House? Um, so the election in Georgia is the first real test of the resistance against Donald Trump. That was Mike senior politics reporter Emily Singer. I spoke with her Tuesday morning, the same day voters in Georgia would be casting their ballots. It's a traditionally Republican seat, but it's super educated. Um, and the people there have shifted allegiances. And so Democrats think this is the kind of district that is ripe to pick up in the 2018 midterms. Here's some context for just how Republican Georgia's 6th district has been. In 2004, Tom Price won the district by more than 20 points. John McCain won the district by double digits during his presidential run in 2008. Mitt Romney, well, he won by 23 percentage points in his 2012 presidential bid. So you get the idea. But here's why the district became such a big focus for both parties. Trump won the district in 2016 by just 1.5 percentage points. That's a huge shift for a district that hasn't been represented by a Democrat since 1979. So, the special election is massively important going into the 2018 midterms, right? That's the question I asked Mike Politics reporter Will Drabold on the phone late on Tuesday as the polling in Georgia was winding down, but before the polls closed. Will, by the way, is the one who left me that message from earlier. This is not going to, you know, be a game changer for the midterms, at least like immediately, is because you talk to the people here in both campaigns and who are on the ground and live here, and none of them are talking about this. That was not the answer I was expecting, but it wasn't the first time I had gotten that response. Our senior politics reporter, Emily, had also told me the same thing when I had talked to her earlier that same day. 
no one's going to be chill about the results, but I think people should just take a take a breather, step back from it, you know, make of this, uh, take little nuggets of this, but this isn't the most important house race that's ever happened in all of time. Georgia voters are sending the state's first Republican woman to Congress after a closely watched special election. Karen Handel received nearly 52% of the vote, defeating John Ossoff by almost 3%. So now it's Wednesday morning and Karen Handel has won. I called Will as he was leaving Georgia to see if his thoughts had changed. What did a Republican victory mean for the midterms? I don't think you can look at this and predict the 2018 midterms. Republicans have a lot to be fearful of there. One of those things that Republicans still have to be fearful of is their extremely unpopular health care reform bill. Passing health care reform was something that Handel brought up after her victory. And last night she said that we need to get health care done, um, referring to what's going on in the House and Senate right now. Obviously, that's a very real-world uh, impact of this election. It shows that the Republicans are going to use this as um, evidence that they can double down and get their bill done. However, they might pass that thing and it might make a lot of people angry and then it could come back to haunt them in 2018. Okay, so now we know what this victory could mean for Republicans, but what about the people on the other side of the aisle? A loss in Georgia, despite massive grassroots support and fundraising, has to have Democrats questioning their playbook. Will said it better than I could. I think the bigger takeaways are that the Democrats put a lot into this race and that they still weren't able to pull it off. That at the end of the day, this incredible groundswell, not seen anywhere else, progressive support and grassroots help, just couldn't pull it off. Um, and they have to really figure out what that means. When I had spoken to her on Tuesday, Emily had said that this election was the first real test of a resistance movement against Trump. I wondered if that resistance had now failed in Georgia. So the fact that turnout was so high and Democrats got their vote out and got, you know, 48 percent in this district is a big deal. Um, I think what we learned more is that Republicans haven't abandoned their party yet. Emily also brought up an important point about House Minority Leader Nancy Pelosi's impact on the election, which I hadn't even thought of. Republicans used Nancy Pelosi, who's the House Minority Leader, as a boogeyman, and she still worked. Republicans still don't like her. And she's still the leader of the Democratic Party, and Republicans are going to use that playbook again in 2018. And it remains to be seen of whether Nancy Pelosi is either going to stay and think that you know, she's not as toxic as she is or whether Democrats are going to push her out. So at the end of the day, maybe it was just one election. And as I thought back on my little journey to understanding Georgia's 6th Congressional District, I had to remind myself that just days ago, I didn't care what happened in this election. And maybe, as Emily points out, for all 435 House races that will happen in 2018, no one else will either. It's hard to extrapolate from one race that 435 are all going to be the same way. This has been a special deep dive episode of Hot Mike. The music in today's episode was by Breakmaster Cylinder. For more stories like this and for your daily update on the latest news, be sure to subscribe to Hot Mike on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. 